Hey there, welcome to another episode of The Buck Starts Here. Today we got the buck in the house, and our topic is write it down. What you got for us, Buck? Well, there's a lot of things we can write down, as we all know. Sometimes we don't do it, and I was doing some continuing education stuff um, financially. And I come across this, I mean, you know, statistics can be, you know, you can take them or leave them because you don't never know who's, who's putting them out and if they can be altered in any kind of way. But I ran into this uh, this interesting one and I backed it up and, and supposedly it, it's, it's pretty accurate and I don't know how it, it uh, translates to today, but it's pretty powerful and uh, but it's, it's two schools that we we've all heard of before um, one of them being Yale University another one being Harvard University I've heard of those two. yeah we didn't have the opportunity <laughs> to go to those but which is probably a good thing but here's what's interesting about uh, writing down I've always been a, a goal-driven person and um, a lot of times there, there's three ways uh, of people the, the first way of goals is the people that don't do nothing. And they just could care less. They just float by the seat of their pants. And if it happens, it happens. We know a few of those. No, a few. <clears throat> the second one is the people that write them down in their mind, their, their mental goals. They don't really care about writing it down on, on a piece of paper and seeing it through. But they, they mentally make a note in their head of, hey, I'd like to achieve this one day. Right. And then, obviously, you have a very, very – small um, diverse group that write it down ponder on it think about it revisit it and and on and on but this was what was interesting in in the study that that I researched Yale graduates um, they went through a yearly interview um, and the people that were conducting this interview they followed up with them over a span of 20 years so 20 years went by from the, the Yale graduate, they, all of them. And they did this with every single one of the Yale graduates. Right. So I don't know the exact dates, but I think it was back in the, the mid-70s or something. So 20 years passed. So say we're in the mid-90s, which is still a, a couple of years ago. But yeah. here's what was interesting. At the end of the 20 years, these were the results. 3% of the graduates earned more money than all the other 97% together. So just 3%. So I got to thinking, okay, what was the reason? I mean, what was the... And obviously, if you keep digging, you'll find out. They, they, they come up with three different things. It's funny how three different things and 3% kind of match. Well, here were the three common denominators. The 3% all had handwritten goals, number one. Number two, they had... All 3% had a plan of action. And number three, all 3% reviewed their goals daily. So that's the only thing they did differently. Right. So I got to thinking about that thing, and I said, okay, that makes sense. You know, 3% of the people has got it going on. But what was fascinating that all 3% outdid the 97% together, which is crazy in my mind. Yeah, that don't even sound right. Yeah, that 3% made... 100% 100% of the money, right? in other words. So I, I said, okay, that's a good study. So Harvard did the same study after the Yale study was complete. So our, Harvard just selected just their business school graduates. They didn't do the whole school. They just used their business school, which yeah. is highly thought of. Right. Well, Harvard did it in a 10-year study, 10-year span instead of Yale's 20, right. uh, more in the modern area of the 2000s. Here were the results. had no goals at all. 
quote unquote, they just enjoyed themselves. That was kind of their thing. Notice 84% did that. No goals, 84%. 13% had only mental goals. So they thought about them. I'd like to achieve this. No really plan of attack. No plan of action. They just had them in their mind. Right. So if you take the 84% into 13%, that equals 97%. Yep. And here's the interesting thing. Again, two different schools, two different time periods. 3% had handwritten goals and an action plan. So here we got two schools, Ivy League schools, with you know some pretty heavy hitters that, that go to those schools. Right. Some could say they were born with a gold tooth in their mouth or a gold spoon in their mouth, but hey, only 3% was, was knocking it out the park, per se. Right. But here was the takeaway from Harvard. The 13%, <clears throat> the ones that had only mental goals, they were making two times the money that the 84% that had just, they wanted to enjoy themselves. Right. And more interesting than that, the 3% was making 10 times what the 84 and the 13% combined was doing. Mm. So if I've said all that pretty clearly, the moral of the story is this. Write your plans and your goals down. <laughs> right. Revisit them suckers often and be thinking about them and figure out a great action plan to take care of them. Well, it's a matter of just reminders, man. You know, reminding ourselves what we're doing. Right. You know, especially in today, as busy as everything is. Um, you know, we talk about um, fitness and different things a lot. I mean, there's a reason why people that are at the top of their game, whether it's sports or, you know, working out, finances, whatever, mm-hmm. um, there's goals. They set goals. They write them down. They look at those things every day right. as monotonous as they can be. And there's a reason to that. I know when I was in school, I learned way quicker if I write things down mm-hmm. personally you know some people don't have to do that I do um, it just helps me um, in the learning process so well, it, it's like a it's like a shout out to my shout out to my doctor Danielle and I got two nurses that are um, really trying to help me out one of them's Anna one of them's Melissa and um, before with my with my I have I'm a diabetic and some people know that and um but before, I really didn't pay any attention to it. Right. I just lived my life. I ate what I wanted to eat. I checked my sugar periodically. Didn't really care. But yeah. when I started, when these guys up there at McLeod, shout out to them, when when they said, look, we're going to get you straight, but this is what you're going to have to do. Right. You're going to have to keep a log. You're going to have to keep a record. You're going to have to check your sugar and look at it. Yeah. Well, the more I checked it and the more I looked at it, the more it was in front of me. And the more I said, okay, I'm I'm taking care of this. But before it was kind of outside out of mind, didn't really care. Right. But now those guys, I mean, shout out to them again. But um, it's when you see it. It's, it's when, when it you see it because you're like, man, am I going to really eat that cupcake when my sugar's 200? <laughs> you know, you'll be like, no, I better not because right. I don't want to hit that thing again and it be 220. Right. So um, when you keep it written down, no matter what it is. And you keep an action plan in place to um, go about it, and then ultimately you review it. Right. And uh, review it daily. Keep it in your foresight right here in front of you. And um, 
as you can see with these statistics, that it'll make a big difference. It kind of sounds like God's word. Get yeah. in that thing and keep it keep it in exactly. you so you uh, remember what it says. Write it down. Write it down. So there you go. There's another episode of The Buck Starts Here. Buck dropping some good knowledge on us. Uh, we'll see you back here next time, same time, different topic. <laughs>